Yeah. Lock in the bathroom. <laughs> About to hop on the porcelain throne and get it done. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever, exactly. What's up, everybody? This is the What A Year podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy George. And today we're discussing goal number 52, which is actually the last goal on my bucket list for the What A Year project. And this is to help someone else complete something on their list. I've got with me my buddy from freshman year of college, Robert Moraz, whose bucket list goal was uh, the one that we actually completed. And then we also have our very good friend, Daniel Berman, who is now on his fourth episode, seasoned vet. Uh, we crossed off the classic bucket list item and went skydiving. Completed this August 19th, 2021 via Go Jump America. We did in Oceanside, California, and we dropped from 13,000 feet. So really excited for this conversation. What's up, boys? I appreciate you guys hopping on. What's up, Jay? What's up, Jay? Much, uh, much appreciate hopping on this call, not hopping out of a plane at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, it was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Um, for just a little bit of background on these guys. So Rob, he lives in LA, actually just moved into a new apartment with his fiance, uh, Leslie in Woodland Hills. He's a PA at Cedar sinai And among many other things as an athlete, he was our starting center for the uh, fraternity flag football <laughs> team. One of the best offensive linemen I've ever played behind. Uh, it's also a ton of fun. Berm lives in downtown LA with his fiance, Robbie. He's a sales director at Prime Trust, where he's working basically round the clock and closing as many crypto deals as possible before the year ends. So absolutely killing it there. And for those of us who were listening to the biking episode where Berman had just started or had just um, had to get his third knee surgery, happy to report that he has started PT today. So on the road to recovery. Yes, I, I believe that uh, you had said uh, most likely to get injured, and I had corrected you in saying most likely <laughs> to recover. And uh, yeah, feels good. We're off the brace, baby. Here we are. So a little bit of context that I realized I should probably include is um, going back to how I even um, started this one is on my birthday back in November 2020, um, I posted something to Instagram, just asking people, you know, what's on their bucket list. And I got a lot of different, like pretty interesting responses. You know, a lot of people want to write a book or they want to start a business, learn a new language, learn a new skill. And Mraz's was just simply skydive, uh, which was you know, a great answer. And then like six months later, he and I hadn't had any contact really. Um, I just remember I texted you out of the blue and I was like, yo, Rob, I don't know if you remember, but you told me you want to go skydiving. Would you be down to do that? Like next month? And within one minute, you responded and you were just like, shit, I'm scared as fuck, but I'm down. And that, that was not the reaction I was going to make. I thought I was going to have to go down through a list of people before I finally got someone who was going to be like, yeah, I'll do it. And uh, but you were, dude, you were one and done, man. I appreciate your uh, your boss to just get out there. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for thanks for hitting me up. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited to talk about this one. Before we get into the questions, is there anything in the intros that I might have missed or anything you would add? No, that was good. All right. So question number one, Rob, why was skydiving on your bucket list? Well, like you said, it's, it's a classic uh, bucket list um, option. That's it's a classic. Uh, Everyone doesn't want to do it, but, but not many people accomplish it. Yeah. 
one thing I remember that you said that I think really resonated with me was that, you know, if you didn't, if you didn't do it this time around, you weren't really sure if you were ever going to do it again, because it's not something that your friends, your fiance, your family necessarily would have pushed you to do. And so that's why even when we had, there were so many opportunities where we could have bailed last minute or we could have just said, you know what, it's not worth it or it's going to be too much of a headache, but we like kept sticking with it. And I was really appreciative. You know, I had this like bigger project. So I was like, I've got to do it. But I thought at any moment, you know, you might've been like, you know what, it's just too much, too much effort. And I would have understood. So I really appreciate that you stuck with it. Is that, was that like the, was that the main thing that you were just like, if I don't do it now, I never will. Well, when I got the text, I was like, oh, like, oh shit, like it, it might actually happen, you know? <laughs> I always put on the bucket list and it's like, like maybe yeah. I'll do it one day or whatever. Um, but yeah, once he texted me, I was like, oh, like I actually have someone to do it. Like kind yeah. of the driving force. I was like, now or never, you know, like, so, so I jumped on and, and it was, I mean, and when we had like that hiccup with, with Santa Cruz, when they like bailed, I was like, oh shit, it might not actually happen. You know, yeah. like, oh, we'll wait, wait, we'll wait another month. But you kind of like, you push like, no, we're doing it. Oceanside <laughs> the same week. I was like, oh, <laughs> like there's no there's no bailing out on this guy. Like this guy's driven. So I'm like, all right, let's just do it. The only time we're bailing Berman out is on. when we're in the plane. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Once once Berman joined, that sealed the deal. Yeah, it sealed the deal, man. No no backing out. It was quite yeah, honestly. Bur- you you joining was dope. Berm, what inspired you to to hop in, both figuratively and literally? Well, I mean, it was, it was kind of two, two main reasons, one of which is uh, you were on this journey and you were so stoked on completing all these different tasks you had on your bucket list that your enthusiasm at first uh, got me excited about doing something that I am absolutely petrified of doing, uh, which is anything remotely near heights uh, in any shape or form. So, it, you know, it's kind of just knocking off two, uh, you know, two notches on that belt in the sense of, uh, helping support the the rest of your journey and you know also trying at least somewhat to overcome my fear of heights which still still got it we're, we're on our way <laughs> yeah you, i don't know if you can ever fully get that out of your system but i remember look man i'm gonna be perfectly honest i did not think i was gonna jump out of that plane until <laughs> we rolled out of that plane like <laughs> the, the the minute that we got to you know what was it three four five thousand feet and they just opened up the door like yeah. like it like it was nothing the guy taps me on the shoulder hey we're about to open up the door what do you mean you're about to open up the door we're about to open up the door oh, oh okay so at this point like i i don't think i could feel my toes i don't think i could really feel my fingers <laughs> i mean i i don't think i could feel like really anything like, I, I think i was honestly in shock at this point and when he opened up that door i mean it was like whatever you thought Pandora's box had in it, you know, it, it was all in there with that kind of view. I mean, the wind coming in, the wind passing by, I, I've never been more in shock in my entire life. And you were the first was, one, you were the first one. In the yeah, plane. man, you're like, the best seats in the house. Yeah. That would, I would probably have been much more frightened if, uh, if I was towards the back, like you guys. Uh, oh, you I think thought, so? I thought you were, I thought you were Dude, scared. I thought you had that, the scariest seats. Yeah. Oh my dude, imagine you're in the back of the plane and you just see people falling out. Just just literally left and right, just popping out the plane, and they're just like, boom, they're gone. You can't gone. see where they went, no clue. Gone. They're just gone. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I think I think we had the best like all of us actually had the best. It's either best to be all the way in the front or all the way in the back. Yeah. Yeah. True, true. Yeah, man. My palms are sweaty just thinking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was, I was gonna ask, 
what, when did it hit you? Like, was it on the drive down? Was it, you know, the day before, was it like literally when we're getting on the, like, when did it really hit you that we were about to fall out of the plane? I think the day of that I was about to pick up Berman or when I drove to Berman, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, like today's the day, you know, this is the day we jumped out the plane. And then, yeah. and then we were, we were driving to Oceanside. It was cool. And then, and then we stopped to get food. And then I saw Berman get a beer and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I think, I think I need one. Too. <laughs> that's when it started yeah. hitting me more. That's when the nerves kicked in. Honestly, it didn't hit me until he fell out. <laughs> like, just, just truly, I think, uh, I think I was so in doubt that I was actually going to, like, in, in doubt of myself that I was actually going to go through with it. Mm. And literally, even moments up until we just popped on out of the plane, and the guy looks at me and he said, "Hey, what do you think? Should we do like some flips and twists and shit? Uh, you know, we roll out." Thinking, you know what? I'm already up here, so I didn't know what else to say except for yes. And I didn't think I was honestly, it didn't hit me until we were literally dangling over the sky and I was out of that plane. Yep. Once, once you pop out, at least for me, that moment where you turn and you just, you're that, that initial free fall, like there's nothing like it. You can watch triple X Navy seal shows, (laughs) videos of Navy seal shows. You can put on a VR headset, you know, try to think about what that feels like, but yeah. Uh, it just I, I ne- I've never felt anything like it no, for sure nothing like it nothing like it what would you guys say what was the highlight moment is it that moment you're dipping out is it the moment you're like done and you're just kind of coasting on the on the glide is it when your feet touch the ground what was the highlight uh, there's a, there's a few highlights I think I think when we touched down I saw you and Berm just embracing a hug <laughs> It seems surreal. Like everybody was like excited to be still alive, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was, so it was a cool moment. I, I, I had my phone to like capture it, you know. But um, yeah, that, that was a highlight. And then I, I think when you're once you're done flipping out of the plane and you like level off, it's just it's just peaceful, man. It's just yeah, you and like a thousand feet to go, you know. It's it's, it's beautiful. Hell yeah. Those moments where you think you might die are the moments you feel most alive. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was, that was the thrill for me. Berm, would you add anything to that? Honestly, I mean, that was perfectly said. Uh, I think hands down the, the craziest two moments were the, when they pulled the parachute, you all of a sudden like launch up, you know, 60, 70 feet or whatever it is. And it just goes from a, uh, giant amounts of noise like it being very very loud in your ear even with the earplugs and uh, whatnot to quiet and yeah. you just hear you, you just you kind of like float with the clouds and uh hands down number two touching feet on the ground uh, i mean just literally <laughs> the the ability to kiss you know this beautiful you know tear that we get to step on every day i didn't know when we were dangling over that extra thousand feet that we were actually going to touch ground that was probably the most frightening part too yeah, yeah. Actually, that reminded me, Berm. You had a you had a really interesting observation in terms of like the curvature of the the Earth when we were up. Yes. Uh, you know, when we first hopped out. You mind elaborating on that a little bit? Yeah, if you're uh, listening to this and uh, you're a flat Earther, it's a very round <laughs> planet. Um, when you <laughs> when you uh, when you jump out at thirteen thousand feet, uh, it's it's pretty nuts, but you can truly see the the extent of the rim of the Earth. Uh, I mean, it almost felt like you were in space in a lot of different ways. Even though when you fly in an airplane, you're at 40,000 feet or 35,000 feet, whatever it is. At 13,000, when you're 
just out there kind of yourself and you're taking a look at what's going on around you, you can really see the curvature. It's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping knowledge. Um, outside of now being able to recognize that the earth is not flat, curious for you guys, any, uh, any big monumental lessons that came out of this? Um, for me, I, I mean, I thought that that was gonna be our last day, honestly. I, I thought we were gonna die that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mortality. I, yeah, I, I wrote notes to like my family, like, yo, like if something happens, like basically what I, what I felt, you know, like what I, what basically my, my, my feelings Dude. out for them and like in a, in a note and I, and I left it for Leslie to, to kind yeah. of show everybody. Um, so it, taking that moment of reflection, you kind of see what matters in the end, you know? And then, 100%. I mean, obviously once, once you're fine, it's, it's all that goes away, but like, I feel like you kind of embrace, you, you I kind of live up each day to like, like if it was my last, like you, you just kind of now live in that mentality. Yeah, man. Where like you don't take, you don't take anything for granted anymore. Like, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just, yeah. I, I love that. I love that concept. And obviously also, you know, Rob works in the medical field. So just in your day to day, you're, you're confronted with like, you're confronted with mortality more often, but I'm curious, like what, without putting it on the spot again, like what, what did you, what did you want to say? Right. Like, what did you take away from the fact that you were like, this might be my last moment. So I need, you know, I need to put pen to paper. I'm just curious, you know, without asking you for too many details. Um, I just, I just thought like my family should know, like one, that the, the reason I did it just, just to like, it's on the bucket list. It's not like, <clears throat> it's like, it's something I wanted to do basically, but like also yeah. like my feelings for them and, and overall, you know, like just, like what I wanted for each other's lives and what I basically a summary of, 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 I guess my feelings for them. I guess it's, it's hard to like describe. For sure. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Did, um, since you didn't die, did, did Leslie <laughs> still show them the, uh, show them the notes or are they still, uh, I, I didn't send the one to my parents. I sent them to my sisters, my sisters okay. and my, and, and Leslie read, read there. Um, so that, that kind of like, I mean, they turned up, you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I would never show my parents that <laughs> I, I showed them the video after the fact, but yeah, they will. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's awesome. They did not approve. Yeah. Yeah. Was, that's very powerful. I love that. Berm, I know wow, you, didn't, you didn't want to tell your parents, understandably. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And honestly, after uh, what Rob just said, I can't really follow up on that one. So, <laughs> uh, Rob, I, 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 I felt that uh, very deeply. Thanks for sharing that, man. Um, yeah, no, no I, mean, I, do, I, don't, I don't think I wanted to tell you guys because I don't want to tell you guys like, oh, maybe we're going to die today, you know, and then bourbon with a chicken nap. I mean, yeah, look. That, yeah. was, that was always on the back of my mind. I just say, hey, it might be your last day and that's it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but next to you guys, it, it, it would have been a pleasure. <laughs> exactly, there's worse ways to go out. Look, I think there's yeah, two different definitely. ways you can, you know, you can face the fact that today could be your last day, right? There's there's the morbid and very, you know, sort of scary uh, interpretation of that, uh, and then there's also the incredibly empowering interpretation of that, which is every day could be your last. And so, like you said, Rob why not live more deliberately? Why not be more intentional with how you spend your time and who you spend it with? Um, 
you know, and I, and I think when you, when you really confront that, like truly on like a visceral level with yourself and, it, you know, you don't just think about it in your head, but if you actually have that feeling and all of us have, I think well, not all of us, but many of us, um, have gone through that experience in one way or another. And sometimes it's actually from a really dark place, but when you do go through that experience, so long as you find an opportunity to learn from that experience, it really does, you know, it it helps you accelerate, um, you know, your future because you're able to realize what's actually important and what's not. Um, that's why I thought it was so cool that you took advantage of that opportunity. I think in my head, I was just like, Oh, we're just going to have fun, man. I didn't even really think about the fact (laughs) that we might die. (laughs) Anything is possible, <laughs> man. I didn't want to mention it. I was like, you know, I'm not going to be that guy that, that brings the whole momentum down. I thought you hyped the hell. So. <laughs> Listen, man, I thought about it too. But the moment that I started thinking about it, I told myself, you got to start thinking about something else. And so <laughs> I just, I thought about tacos and we were going, we were going, we were going to get fish tacos for lunch. So, so I was like, you know, we're getting tacos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, taco, 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 jumping out of the airplane, taco, and yep. you know, <laughs> once we got the tacos, still nervous as hell, but we, we, we did it. Yeah, crazy. But with crazy, that said, man. as soon as we get off this pod, I'm gonna make sure I tell everyone that I love them. You know, uh, yeah. always got to make sure to 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 keep that in mind. So yeah, man, just really appreciate you sharing that. Right. Um. Uh, oh, one question I wanted to ask, and this is a really hard question to answer. So I don't even like, I don't know my answer to this, but skydiving is obviously a very unique experience, um, relative to what we generally do in our day to day. How would you rank skydiving to most other adventurous experiences that you've had? Like, where does it rank and how does it compare? I guess. Uh, that's probably the highest, man. The highest for me, at least. Um, you know, because I, I kind of summed up everything yeah. to that, that moment. You know, like I, I was ready to face death for that. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you kind of realize you're not scared of it. You know, like you just you're scared of leaving the people you you love behind. But other than that, like, great. You know, that's yeah. probably the best experience I've had. Yeah. Word. Berm, how about totally. you? So I think it's, it, it, it's a difficult question to answer for, uh, you know, for a couple of different reasons, but uh, I mean, reason number one being that uh, in general, when you're taking a look at uh, experiences, there are some that, uh, you know, get your adrenaline, uh, you know, up and through the roof. There are some that, you know, kind of get it 75% of the way there. And the closest adrenaline rush I'd ever had to something like that was probably off of uh, Aspen Highlands. Uh, and the Highland Bowl going into a uh, double black diamond for, I don't know, it must have been at least a foot and a half of powder. You're, you're just looking down at this nearly vertical face. And we bombed the entire hill, my brother and I. It was hands down the craziest adrenaline rush I'd had up until this moment. Um, but nothing has ever compared to, uh, to the adrenaline rush from falling out of a plane. I mean, just... Uh, my heart rate must have been a solid 195 beats a minute. Uh, like, I don't even know what my adrenaline levels must have been at that point. But uh, all I know is when we landed and we, uh, well, we hugged each other, I didn't really, like, I felt the hug. Like, you know, hey, I love you. You know, you love me. Like, I, I feel the <laughs> hug there. But, like, physically, I don't think I actually, like, felt felt too much because I was, like, so in shock. Yeah. So, look, you know, adrenaline rush-wise, hands down, the, uh, this is the, the top by far yeah i wish i wish uh 
I wish one of us had, had actually taken track of our heart rate to, to try to get some measurement, try to get some data around <laughs> what this experience looked like by the numbers. Dude, it's probably elevated the moment that uh, Rob picked me up in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It was already up here. I would oh, be yeah. so curious what that, that, like, if we could see where there's a spike right at that moment that you turn, that oh, you yeah. twist out. Um, that, that, that's probably the scariest moment is on that first twist. Yeah, man. I felt my, like, I, I literally lost my breath in that moment. Is it, is it a pun <laughs> to say, is it a pun to say fight or flight in that moment? <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You don't really have, you don't really have much fun, choice, but... though. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you really, really don't. <laughs> you're, you're flying. The one thing I'll say about skydiving that prior to the experience, I hadn't really thought about, uh, in terms of like, uh, if I think about it in, in compared to other, other like adrenaline inducing experiences that I've had is that, um, you're not in control, right? Like at all. So, uh, which, which makes it like really fun. Cause you're just kind of like, all right, like I'm just flinging myself. I'm just, I'm l- a literal leap of faith. Um, but at the same time, because you're not in control, you're, you're also not responsible for your outcome. So it's kind of like, well, if I do die, uh, not my fault because it was the fucking guy behind me that was supposed to save me. So it was just, it was a different like approach to the problem. Whereas like, you know, in the case of skiing, um, you're in control, right? If you fall off the side of the cliff, that, that was your fault. Right. So it's just, it's, it's a different type of an experience where, you, you have, you know, you control your destiny, you have agency in what's going to happen. Whereas skydiving, you really have to be able to just let it go. And you know, whatever happens, happens. This, this is true. However, I may present you with one other theory that may disprove what you just said slightly on skiing. You ever heard of an avalanche? (laughs) 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 So what, once one of those things get going, yep. Unless you find a place of safety off to the side, real, real quick. That's that's a good point. That's that, that's where Mother Nature just takes over control, and you just you kind of got to tip the skis up and, and hope for the best. Yeah, fair enough. That is a good point. But but outside of that, yeah, I no, fully agree with your with your thesis there. Yeah. I just watched the Fourteen Peaks documentary. Did you guys see that? Oh yeah, with the uh, the uh, the Nepali guy, right? Yeah, He's like uh, some incredible uh, climber yeah these guys climb like all these insane peaks and there's all these like gnarly avalanches and all this shit uh wild documentary man if you haven't seen it watch the uh first 30 minutes of it the other night and then i passed out on the couch so i'll definitely have to uh, (laughs) give that a second go yeah 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 nice um all right boys well we're coming up on time i don't want to take up too more too much more uh of your both very busy lives but the last question i always like to ask at the end now that we've done one thing on your bucket list, um, what's one other thing that's still on your bucket list? And Mraz, we'll start with you. I'll probably take it down a notch and say attend a, a World Cup qualifying match or a World Cup match, you know? World Cup match, and dude, that's of, on my list too. Yeah. Oh, let's do it, man. Let's, let's go. go. Reunion. Um, yeah, reunion. Maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll still get on a plane somewhere. But yeah, I'm down, <laughs> man. Let's do it. Hey, well, the next World Cup – well, the – the next, I, mean, I, I can't remember. The next World Cup's in in Qatar. Qatar, Qatar, yeah. yeah. And then, and then but then the one after that it comes here, yeah. So I'm not, yeah, I don't well, know if I'm trying to fly all the way out there. It's also gonna be. I probably, I probably won't go to Qatar either, but um, yeah. I'll probably, I'll, I'll definitely do the the U.S. Mexico Canada one. So oh, yeah. I'm down. Let's all go right. to let's go to all three. 
All right, man. Bet. Let's make it happen. Bet. Better make sure you get a portable air conditioner if you're going to go to the, the cutter one. It's supposed to be like, what, 120 degrees or something when they play? Yeah, and it's Crazy, and it's man. and they're rescheduling it to be during like the colder season. Winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, are they now? Oh. No, oh, but okay. it's like it's go, it's gonna still be like a hundred degrees. Aye, aye. And they're building the stadiums, right? I think so. At the moment they're it's crazy. Yeah, no, it's not it sounds like it's gonna be a total shit show. It's gonna be the fire fest of World Cups. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's terrible, man. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um that's next year, right? Is it next year? Man, I've I've completely lost track of dates yeah, and time at this 2022. point. Twenty twenty two. That sounds right. Save your money for uh, 2026. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just looking up the date real now. quick. <clears throat> yeah, it's next year. All right. Cool. Well, anyway, yeah, we'll go to the one in 2026. But yeah. that's <laughs> that's been on my list huh. for a minute, so I'm down. Okay. Podcasters, make sure to stay tuned until then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check back with me in five years. Uh. <laughs> Berm, what, uh, what's one thing on your list? This is... It's now the fourth fourth time he's going to have to answer this question. <laughs> so fourth item on the bucket list. Don't think I have it yet. I'm going to go a hybrid of uh, what we did here for this podcast. And I'm going to go with heli skiing. Heli skiing. Sure. Yes. I, that is something I've always wanted to uh, go and do. And my, uh, my mom's cousin in Switzerland has always wanted me to go with him and never wow. been able to go and, uh, eventually like he still asks me every year, Hey, you know, come, let's go. We're going to go jump out of, well, you don't actually jump out of the freaking helicopter. You know, they go set you down on top of like a hill and then you actually ski down it. But I think that there are some where you can jump out of a helicopter. Yeah. I'm asking yeah. to not, I'm asking to, you know, just not, not go with that one. Don't uh, need a fourth knee surgery. No, 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 we don't. <laughs> so, uh, the goal is to, uh, you know, get back on the mountain in general, but eventually make it to, uh, be able to go heli skiing. So Dope. We uh, we got we got a long road to uh, to travel till then, but it'll be uh it'll be fun. There's uh there's always a uh, pleasure and pain if you look for it, dude. Well, if you need a if you need a partner to join you for that one, I would actually be super down for that as well. So okay, keep me posted. Although I'd probably be on a board, not a not skis. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to say so heli heli boarding heli skiing. I think they can take us on the same chopper. We'll be okay. <laughs> All, All right. right, sounds good. We'll do it after the World Cup. all right well is there anything else you guys would like to add anything that we might have missed uh from this experience before we sign off no i think we hit it right on on the spot all good all good baby i think that was uh, that was a good one (laughs) that was a super fun trip i'm glad we were able to make it happen rob i'm glad that was on your list berm i'm glad you joined in man and uh Hell of an experience, man. One that I will never forget. Yeah. So thank you guys for hopping on this pod. Rob, I've told Berm this, but I'm going to try to, before I start my new job, I'm going to try to cruise down to Santa Barbara, LA, San Diego, if I can. So I'll yeah, definitely hit do you it. up while I'm down there. Yeah, definitely. Let's do it, man. Show. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having All me. All right, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Thanks, Take Thanks it for easy. having us, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Until <laughs> next time, Mr. Berman. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, fellas. <laughs> Yeah.